Welcome to the Success Inspired Podcast, a business and personal development podcast to help you accomplish more in life and realize your true potential. And now here is your host, Vit Muller. Hello, everybody. Vit here from Success Inspired Podcast. My guests today are twin brothers, number one international best-selling authors and speakers, also known as Dynamic Duo, who operate a world-class online fitness and lifestyle company by the name of Dynamic Duo Training. They're also business coaches that own Dynamic Fit Pros, where they help fitness enthusiasts build and grow their online coaching businesses. These twin brothers have built a six-figure online fitness coaching businesses and have worked with thousands of people via online and in-person and worked with hundreds of fitness coaches to help them build their online fitness business and scale it. As a successful entrepreneurs themselves, they believe that everyone has the right to an abundant lifestyle and the responsibility to help others have the same. Please welcome to the show, Chris and Eric Martinez. Vit, thank you so much. Really appreciate the introduction. And I have to ask before we get started, is this your first time interviewing twins? That is the first time. Absolutely. Oh, man. <laughs> So this might be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. You know, the good thing is that you guys are both in the same picture rather right? than like, you know, like if you guys were in, in two separate Zooms, like zooming in separately and wearing the same t-shirt, that would mess me up. Yeah, that, that, that'd be freaky. But yeah, I mean, if the, if the, the viewers can watch the, the video part, I mean, our eyebrows are probably much taking up the whole screen. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, the guys can watch it on, on a YouTube channel, on our YouTube channel when this gets released. But otherwise, for you guys listening... Thank you all for listening to today's, to today's um, episode. Uh, me, Chris, and Eric, we're going to have a, a good hour talking about everything that um, they do, sharing their success, and, and hopefully inspire you to be more successful as well. So back to you guys. Where did this all started for you? How did you, um, what inspired you to sort of enter the fitness industry, let's say? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So if I can take your listeners uh, through our story. So uh, 18 years ago, we were uh, 17 years old and you know, we lost our father at that at that young age and pretty much, you know, we grew up in a very picture perfect life. My father was a correctional officer at San Quentin State Prison, so he was really tough on us, like always instilled discipline, just work ethic, education. So it was a great household though, you know, and you know, we were very just like, you know, just a very just tight family, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, just like three days before Christmas, he left to a work party and, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't get a chance to say goodbye to him. And I remember um, getting a knock on the door like at three in the morning and it was a California highway patrol officer and a chaplain. So not a good combination at that hour. And I thought I was like in a nightmare dreaming, but I remember I woke up and I saw my mom on the floor screaming because they had told her that he had passed away. He fell asleep behind the wheel and died instantly. So Right then and there, our entire family was just kind of like flipped at 360, you know, just like our whole life just kind of went down like the tubes, right? And we weren't ready for that. And three months after that, you know, my mom lost her mom due to cancer. So I felt like we lost a part of our mom too because she turned to alcohol. She turned to antidepressant pills because she was lost. She didn't know how to deal with like losing her husband and her mother at the same time. So Chris and I, we only had each other. Our older brother, you know, that's five years uh, older than us, he was lost too. So we only had each other, you know, and we went down a dark path for about six years and we turned to alcohol. You know, we got into a lot of fights. We got arrested just because we didn't, we had no guidance and we were very angry and we didn't know how to deal with that type of grief. So what kind of got us out of this bit was literally fitness, going to the gym, you know, pumping iron, just alleviating, alleviating the anger, the stress, seeing body compositional changes, building confidence, you know, building our mindset up in the gym to where that's what really just changed our whole life. And then after that, we hired a, a huge fitness pioneer by the name of Dr. Lane Norton as one of our coaches. And he took us under his wing for several years. And we learned, you know, how he did all of his systems, his processes, ran an online business. This was really early on, about a decade ago. So we were just like sponges and students learning everything he did. And then we went to hire Eric Helms at 3DMJ, Dr. Joe Klemzeski. So we were constantly like hiring more and more fitness pioneers to learn their craft and get better at this. And then we went on to get like our certifications, all that stuff. And then 
we built our first business, Dynamic Duo Training, where we served over thousands of clients worldwide just with like custom exercise nutrition programs. And then the last three years, we completely pivoted B2B coaching to fit pros and just that's called the Dynamic Fit Pros where we're helping them build their businesses, create more income, impact, influence, and independence. And yeah, you know, we, we have a podcast, a Dynamic Lifestyle podcast, and we have a couple of books that we've written and we've done some speaking um, engagements. So here we are. Wow, very impressive journey, guys. Very impressive. Um, Thank you. Well, Thank well you. done on you know getting through all that, all that you know, all the hardship. I cannot, I can't even imagine how hard it must have been for you guys, losing your dad and and you know obviously losing that father figure is so important when you when you're growing up. So yeah, uh, well done on on you know getting through all that and you know finding the positive in the fitness industry and, and and sticking to each other. I think that's a really important lesson here is that when things go sour with things go bad to have somebody that can you know pick you up and you know uh, keep you keep you on track and yeah. so it's good to hear that you guys you know stuck together and, and help each other and that's very yeah, very motivational nice work absolutely thank you so tell me about that first moment when you when you sort of had that conversation to to go to, to the gym because as you said you you guys been obviously turning to alcohol as a way to Get through, get through everything. Tell me about that moment when you, when you guys decided to okay, let's 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 go to the gym. Yeah, I mean, we, we grew up um, playing soccer for a lot of years, and then it wasn't until like I think like sixth grade or something like that we we completely fell in love with playing basketball. So we played basketball all the way up till senior year, and then what got us going to the gym was we went to like a 24 hour fitness out back home, and we'd play basketball, and we'd mess around and like lift weights before or after, but. We weren't there to really like you know do anything. We we're there to play basketball and just have some fun. But you know, it really wasn't until like we got to that point where we started getting more inspired into like you know weightlifting. I think we hired a personal trainer, and that's kind of what got us into it—the structure and stuff. And then we just started seeing changes, you know. And obviously, that built our confidence up. And obviously, we we're at that age too, where it's like we were chasing women too, so we wanted to look good without a shirt, build some muscle, stuff like that. But. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it just was one of those things too where we just needed to to be able to alleviate the pain, you know, from our father. So like picking heavy things up and just like grunting and just letting our frustration, our stress out in the gym, it was therapeutic for us. You know, some people won't look at it like that, but it helped us out, and that was kind of like our gateway to get out of like the, the trauma we were dealing with and, and be able to cope with it. Absolutely, Eric, you were going to say something. I mean, oh no, no. I was, I was just thinking, like, what, what, what else could I add to that? But there's really nothing else. I mean, Chris pretty much nailed it. You know, it's kind of the same thing. We're just like, we just fell in love with it. And for me, like I said, what, what the, what the gym did at that moment was it had such a big carryover to my mindset. And something that I've always told my clients when I've coached, you know, clients in through fitness was always work on, you know, building the six pack in your mind first then work on the six pack on the outside because your mindset's going to control everything in terms of like your habits, the lifestyle that you build, the way you look at fitness and the tools that it offers. So I think that was like my biggest turning point with that. And I just saw like that, how, you know, my confidence built up. Like I want to sit there and speak more. I want to be on camera more. I want to actually work harder. So that's why I really appreciated just like going to the gym and that just, I think that really saved us. Mm. Now you mentioned you mentioned you know habits and uh, and the mindset to to starting a, a you know exercise new exercise journey and achieving better um, health and fitness. What would you recommend to somebody that's listening right now that is looking to turn to fitness as a as a as a tip where they should start first? I mean, it really all depends on like what, like what interests them in fitness because there's so many different avenues with fitness, you know, like there's CrossFit, there's yoga, there's running, there's like weightlifting, there's at 45, there's so many different things, right? So, I mean, if they're at that point where they don't even know where to start, I mean, the best thing is just try like all those type of things and whatever they want to sit there and work hard at the most, I would probably sit there and advocate. And one of our mentors, Eric Helms, taught us this acronym called REF, Realistic, Enjoyable, and Flexible. This applies to like, you know, nutrition and training. So it's like find something in, in like an exercise that's realistic that you see yourself doing for days, weeks, months on, on end. Find something that's enjoyable, right? Because if it's somebody that likes doing, you know, like, you know, classes or group classes, they don't, they're not going to want to go into the gym and do a bodybuilding style type of like split, right? So find something that's enjoyable and then find something that's flexible. You know, so something that's not like, you know, every single day, obviously it's going to be taking up two to three hours of your time. Something that fits in your schedule that's sustainable and actual, actually feasible. Mm. Especially if somebody's starting out from, uh, from a zero background in, exactly. in being oh, yeah. physically active, terrible habits, uh, bad lifestyle. If somebody's starting from, from that point, then yeah, like you said, 
you got to find something that you're going to enjoy doing because it's going to take some time before you build those habits and you're going to be able to maintain it long-term, right? So, Absolutely. Yep. Now, so natural progression then for you guys was to, as a business, so initially, obviously, you were trainers, helping people at the gym. What made you decide to then venture into an online? For uh, fitness coaching or just like helping uh, fitness professionals uh, build their business? I think you start, you, you start with fitness coaching first. Yeah. So what, what had us go online was because what we were, when we were being coached by Lane Norton, he was, he, was, he was doing that really early on. That's how we came across him. We were in California. He was in Florida. So we were like, whoa, like, I didn't even know that you could sit there and coach somebody with exercise through the internet. So it was all new to us. And I remember I used to tell people when we had this idea of starting our own business, like, oh, you know, I'm going to help people get in shape over the internet. People would laugh and they're like, no, like that will never work, this and that. But go figure now, like online coaching is like here to stay and it's probably been bigger than ever. But that's what got us uh, started with that just because he was doing that. We saw how effective it was and we're like, okay, well, there's two of us. Like we can serve double the people. And, and create more impact around the world. But it was also too, because we were doing personal training in person at a small, like, yeah. you know, independent gym from 2009 to 2011. And we saw that it was a broken business model that yeah. we were working 60 hours a week there, you know, and we were trading time for money. There, there was nothing that you could scale that business with, you know? So there's frustrations there, you know? And then that's like when we hired Lane and we saw Lane, it was like this big epiphany, like, holy shit, like we could do this too. So that's when we started slowly dabbling with like our in-person clients, taking them online, testing like the concepts, all those type of things and getting the social proof out there. And then eventually, you know, started transitioning to full, full-time online training. Absolutely. And you're totally right in terms of what you said about, you know, one-on-one in in the gym training it's a it's a it's a it's a model that has its ceiling and you can't really get past it i know myself right. and i've been a trainer for eight years i want to you know teach training my clients back in sydney you really have just those <clears throat> before work maybe at lunchtime somebody comes in for a session and then the evening so then what you end up happening um, and this is for you guys listening who are maybe outside of the fitness you might not even have an idea about you know what personal trainers lifestyle is just to tell you that tell you that it is it is such that you wake up 5 a.m you know you get to the gym oftentimes even earlier you get to the gym you know to get through three four workouts uh, three four training sessions with your clients and then you know you hang around and do your stuff you might do your training you might do your own you know stuff on your computer and then you might have another client at lunchtime and then again you might do something in the afternoon and then and then you have to wait because the next the next possibility to get a client is typically after work right would you guys agree that's typically how it goes oh yeah, yeah. and that's that's a perfect scenario too you know that's if everybody like you know commits to their training session and shows up and that's the other frustrating part about it is like you know somebody will have a, a broken business model as a personal trainer where they're sitting there doing like a business model where it's like they're trading sessions for money and yeah. that's not a good business model you should do like a membership style so that's a tip but you know if, if somebody doesn't show up the trainer doesn't get paid so they're kind of like you know sitting there not getting paid and frustrated and they don't have marketing skills or sales skills because they're not taught that in these fancy like you know organizations of like certifications so then what do they do? You know, they get frustrated and they're like, okay, this is not a good um, industry. It sucks. I'm not going to get paid. So they go off and try to find something that's more, you know, sustainable and more consistent with income. Absolutely. I remember when I started, you know, back to like, you know, 10 years ago, it was been a common thing to say that about 90% of the trainers leave the industry within the first oh, yeah. year. Not yeah. sure if it's still the case or if it's improved or not. I would hope that it's improved. Yeah. I think even more with the pandemic, you know, after that hit, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of people just like were like on the fence about it. And I think that what's going on now is uh, a lot of people are just like halfway in with like being a personal trainer. They're not fully committed because we do a lot of data just with like, you know, our students and just other people that we talk to. And yeah, it's, it seems to be like the same thing that's going on just mm. because there's so much uncertainty with gyms opening and closing. Will gyms ever be the same? But I always tell people, you know, that the, the supply and demand of it you know, especially the, the, the demand is at an all time high, you know, people still have to put health at the forefront, no matter what. So they need coaches, they need trainers. And that's why online coaching is so effective. If you do it right and know how to just program for people, because 
you know, it's just, is there enough supply? Is there enough people that are bought into it and still wanting to, to serve people? Yeah. And I think question. this lesson will be good for not only fit pros, but anybody else that's in another industry is like they, people need to reframe their mindsets. Like even with all this pandemic happening, like going into 2021, like a lot of people have like sat there and said like, what if, right? So like, what if like the pandemic keeps going on? What if things keep getting shut down? What if it's a bad economy, right? All these what ifs, they need to reframe their mindset of even if. So even if the economy is bad, even if things are shut down, even if like there's not enough money or something like that. You need to figure out a way to keep going and figure it out, you know, even if. So that's what I challenge people on this is like, stop using that excuse of what if and like thinking that things are going to go back to normal and perfect. It's not. So you got to just adapt and you got to like figure out like, even if this is going on, I still need to make money. I still need to like figure out how to do what I need to do for my business or reach my goals or my dreams, right? I love it. That is a great way to reframe it. Even if, yep. And it doesn't have to just be turning to you know online uh, when it comes to fitness if you have a fitness business to turn into online to run a f- fitness online there's so many other things you can do if it when it comes to creating additional revenue right there's yep. trading i mean right now i mean i've been trading on uh, plus 500 you know bitcoin's been going crazy there's yep. there's always these opportunities you just gotta go to uncle google and you know <laughs> find stuff learn but yeah i definitely say the trading that's been uh, it's been quite amazing for me anyway yeah. for the last couple of months i'm not sure nice. if you guys been playing out with trading not, not trading i've been dabbled into some stocks but not the trading aspect but i'm still learning on that and just it's time consuming you know and you know for me i just need more education on it yeah it is you know and i'm still a newbie i only started a couple of months ago but look so far it's been working out for me typically i would say i'm about 80 percent success so let's say eight out of ten trades I, I i make a profit two of those trades are in a loss but you know it's a it's a it's a learning game as long as you, you, you're trying to make a calculated uh, decision before you open a trade. Um, for me, it's, uh, you know, I use the platform plus 500. So that one is with leverage. So you have to be careful because um, okay. what it means is, you know, say if you put $100 and it's one to 100 leverage, then it's as if you put, you know, 100 times more of that but then also if it's if it's not going your way then you can also lose a lot of money but look it's yeah. been it's been pretty good but this yeah. is not to give any anyone an advice to go and jump in and start <laughs> going into a bitcoin i'm just saying that it is out there and i can i can perhaps put some links in the show notes for on this on this aspect but trading aside let's go back to to you guys so talking about <laughs> about the your fitness business what has been um the biggest challenge that you found while you were launching your online fitness programs for for individuals, not the business side? I'd say the biggest thing was just at that time, it was like 2011. So the concept was so new. You know, so people were still just very like, you know, like, oh, I want to go to the gym. I love the gym. I love my personal trainer. I love my classes. That's just what everybody knew. Nobody knew about online training. So I think that was a bit the hardest thing was just like selling like the actual concept of it and like just giving it a try, you know, just trusting the process is something we would say a lot to like our clients because they didn't know. They didn't know how like the check-in would work. They didn't know how they would receive the program. You know, they didn't know anything about it. So I think that was probably the hardest part. So it's like, how did we, how could we sit there and demo how online training works through like social media or, you know, videos and stuff like that. So that was something that was kind of a light bulb moment for us was like taking them behind the scenes of like what uh, accountability check-in looked like. What is the, what does the training spreadsheet look like? What does the nutrition program look like? How do we put it together? How do we update a client and communicate with them? You know? So that's what I would say was the, the most challenging part was just getting people to buy into like the whole like concept of online training. Yeah. And I think just for us too, it was just being, you know, continuous students and really figuring out as we go too. I mean, nothing that will ever be perfect, you know, but that's why it's like, you got to get your feet wet with it, just test it out and just like, you know, make small tweaks and improve like your, your business model or, you know, your services, your deliverable system processes, all that stuff. So for us, it was just like, you know, how do we, how do we continue to, you know, sharpen our tools and become better coaches, master that craft. And obviously, you know, it took a while, you know, just like when anything, I always tell people that every master was once a disaster and, you know, everyone sucked before they got better. So for us, it was just like, okay, how do we keep improving as coaches and really delivering a massive customer experience to wow these clients and just have them refer, stay, all that stuff. Mm. And the big one is the consistency. Stick to one thing, really focus on that yeah. one thing. If it's if it's this, if it's you know venturing into online um, coaching, 
first time just stick with it keep on learning but stay stay on track and uh, stay keep that focus towards the learning that craft because there's a lot that goes around it a lot of things that you got to do right to make it work also it is much easier than it was tennis as some oh, really yeah. great, great platforms i think train rise yeah. is one yeah. it's been pretty yep. good there's many other ones actually there's so many other ones so yeah it's it's definitely an interesting model it's definitely i agree with you guys it's going to be even more mainstream and more popular i mean you know when was it uh, in october 2020 <clears throat> apple just announced they are releasing their own uh, fitness thing right the fitness yeah. what yeah. does that tell you right one of the biggest companies in the world going into this just tells you and these guys have a lot of money behind them so they must definitely see the trends yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. video on demand is going to be huge. I mean, you already see it through like Netflix, just other uh, platforms, but it's here to stay, you know, and that's because so many people through this pandemic have just realized like, well, I can have so much at my fingertips and convenience, right? It's all about convenience to where they don't really need to go to a gym anymore. You know, they, mm. they've, they've understood and bought into like, I, I can buy equipment, I can go uh, research, you know, how to do exercises and still, you know, maximize my health. So Everyone that's doing like on-demand stuff, like video, like <laughs> they're going to be doing very well going forward. Yeah, especially if it's combined well with some actual like a real person feedback when like, somebody Absolutely. can actually check your form, right? So depending when you depends when you start. If you're a complete beginner, that's something you definitely want to invest oh, in yeah. initially. Yeah, a trainer. Have you guys seen that mirror thing? Ah, I saw that. Yeah, I, I always, I I, I've always wanted to see one in person and just see how it is. But I don't know. I when just, I see the commercials, I'm like, I just kind of roll my eyes. <laughs> it's like, man, like you got to have some real self motivation to get pumped up for that. You know, like it's hard enough working out at home, like me personally. And I was like, shoot a mirror. Like I don't know. <laughs> so for, for you guys listening, just so we explain what we're talking about here, we're not just talking about an actual mirror. It is a product that basically it's, I can't remember the name, but it's on the market. And it looks like a one, just one big slab of um, glass a mirror with this metal frame. Looks kind of nice, a good design. And basically, it's got a little camera. So you turn it on, and the camera, I think it's like the thing that Xbox 360 has that it, it can actually see your body, how you move. Hmm. And, and so it's also a display, not just a mirror. And it kind of shows you the, on the display, it shows you the, the exercise that you're meant to do, but it's also tracking your movements and it sort of gives you some kind of feedback. So yeah, it's an interesting stuff. And anyway, I mean, where it's everything going with you know AI and, and um, machine learning and all the tech stuff, uh, I think we're gonna see some banana thing, bananas thing, you know, in a couple yep. of you know, not even in a couple of years. I think next year we're just gonna see a lot of craziness. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Ro robotics is another one, right? Robotics is yeah. about to become a, a huge thing. I mean, you got Boston Dynamics that finally after so many years they just released their the what's that name that the yellow that yellow little robot it's now it's not commercially available you can buy it you know what i'm talking about i haven't heard of it i haven't heard of that no, no. so boston dynamics is one of the american companies they've been making these robots but they they've got one i think called dot so it looks like a dog it's got it's got four legs and it moves like a dog it moves like an animal it can run they've got another robot that you know just like a humanoid on two legs and it can do a backflip it can run it can jump over boxes it's just check it out on youtube it's incredible the movement okay. it's 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 fast it's nothing slow like we would see like years back it's it's really fast yeah so uh, should i buy some stock in that or what i don't know if they're <laughs> back to uh, i don't know if, if i don't know if they're public they're public or not but but yeah look check them out check them out on youtube i've been following them for a while and i know that they've just now um open it up as a, they literally got an online shop and you can buy this robot. I think it's a quarter million dollars to buy one, but you can mm -hmm. buy these additional, you know, add-ons on top and it's for manufacturing for factories where the robot can go and mm -hmm. check for safety. And I mean, there's so yes. many different use cases of that, but it's, it's an interesting stuff. I think they even make stuff for uh, military and stuff. But yes. anyway, as a trainer, I think like, I, I just kind of get excited about, you know, future and, and, what's going to happen in the future. And, you know, I definitely think like, you know, AI and robotics is going to be like another. Yeah. You know. It's like anything else. It's either you adapt to it or you, you get left behind. Yeah. What was it that you said back in, back in Eric? On um, which one? Sorry. No, that was Chris. <laughs> oh, was it Chris? <laughs> <laughs> the the um, what if or even if? That's right. That's right. Oh yeah. 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 So even yeah, if, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it.
Now, so let's talk about a bit more about the the fitness coaching business. So you guys help trainers, you guys help fitness professionals as a result of yourself running your own, you know, fitness coaching business over the years. You've learned, you've you've crafted, you've mastered the craft. You're now helping them out with being able to do the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it's also too, just like, you know, just uh, one of our mottos here at Dynamic Fit Pros is become a fitness marketer first and a coach second, you know, and a lot of people don't like to hear that, but mm. it's the reality go, of going online. Right. And I always tell people, if you, if you don't understand the game of social media either, that you're going to be left behind too, and you're going to get crushed by somebody that's a trainer that's not as good as you, right. Per se, but they're very good at marketing or they're very good at positioning themselves as, the ex- as an expert. So I always like giving this example of like trainer A and trainer B. Trainer A can have maybe, I don't know, 5,000 or 5,000 followers and they have all these credentials and they're the smartest person in the world, but they don't know how to market themselves. They don't know how to put good content out there and speak people's like languages and pain points. If the other person, uh, trainer B has like maybe 20,000 followers and he doesn't have all these like PhDs and accolades, but he's very good at just like social media content, marketing, sales, positioning himself, you know, getting content out there. I guarantee nine out of 10 times they're going to pick that other trainer. And it's because it's not right or wrong. It's just human psychology. It's human nature. They're going to go to somebody that has a bigger perception of being an authority and knows how to position themselves and get themselves out by marketing wise. That's what we tell our fit pros. Like, you got to get good at marketing. You have to get good at marketing. You have to be good at selling as well too. You can't use this excuse so that you're scared of sell- selling and it's 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 uh, sleazy. No, no, no. Selling is serving at its highest level. That's how you have to look at it. You're serving people. You know. So that's one of the biggest things we teach in our program. And yeah, that's that's what we do is we teach them how to create more income, impact, influence, and independence through like a hybrid training model. We don't tell them you have to go completely online. That's their decision if they want to do like the hybrid training model or if they want to go completely remote. We help them out with both. Mm-hmm. Now, big thing here to clarify, I guess, is to that social proof is so important. And while you might focus on marketing first to get yourself out there, get yourself noticed, which is great, at the end of the day, you need to be able to deliver as well, right? So yeah. you can't think if you're listening, if you're somebody listening that you're just finishing your, you know, your fitness course, you got zero experience, and perhaps you don't really, you really got a lot of work to do to be able to be able to deliver for your clients. And you might think, okay, well, if I just do marketing, I'm going to be doing really well. Well, probably not because what happens is while you might be able to do to, to get a lot of clients through focusing on marketing, if you don't deliver over time, you're not going to get those testimonials that you need. And word of mouth, it's still relevant. Word of mouth oh, is yeah. still one of the like, the number one thing. Yeah. Still, it's right. They still say it's the number one thing, right? <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. So you got to be able to have that social proof where people actually start vouching for you, where people who go onto your program, you know, start sharing these testimonials. Because the opposite is one bad review, one really bad review. It's it can diminish one hundred great reviews, right? So yeah, absolutely, no, exactly. Well said. And that's the thing is like fit pros, like they'll they'll get people results too, but they won't know how to ask their client how to do like you know do a testimonial. They won't know how to showcase it on you know social media. They just think if they get them results that the client's just going to share it, and the client's not going to just go out of the way to share it. You got to make things as easy as possible by providing them like these questions that they need that you want answered. You need to provide a, a simple like link or something for them to share it. You know what I mean? And it's just like they're not fit, fit pros aren't taught this type of stuff like in these organizations. That's the sad part about it, and why we're so against sometimes like these organizations because they just they just want to teach you the next like way to like feel like you're more competent at like counting reps or sets or getting somebody in shape. But at the end of the day, if you can't market or sell that, I mean, it doesn't matter how good of a trainer you are. Absolutely. That testimonial thing, that strategy of being able to obtain testimonials on a regular basis, it's so important. And oh, it yeah. doesn't mean it doesn't mean that, you know, you're not getting them it doesn't mean that your clients don't enjoy the service. At the end of the day, they've come to you to to get X and you deliver it. It's an exchange, right? They pay you, deliver it, they get results. They might be really enjoying it, they might be getting results, they might be enjoying what you offer, but you know, them thinking about giving you a testimonial might really not be on their mind. It's just something that, you know, maybe just just really busy. So yeah. what I found what I found anyway early on is you train clients, say you might have, you know, as a personal trainer in the gym, you might have, you know, 20 clients and you might have that one or two that like really, really love you and they do things themselves naturally. They surprise you. They keep sending you these emails, these feedback, these five star, you know, keep keep pushing you out everywhere and 
spreading the word. And then you got the rest of them that you have to do a little bit of work. You have to ask. Absolutely. And they will yeah. do it. They will do it and they will be very happy to do it. But you have to go a little bit extra. You have to, you know, oftentimes even bring in on a silver platter and say, here, here's a link. Can you give me a testimonial? Can you make a quick video uh, to share what you, the experience has been for you training with me? And, you know, but it is, it is like that, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. absolutely. And the key word that you said, you know, ask, you know, just ask people. And this is something we teach too. And this can go in any industry, whatever, you know, uh, business you're in, it's just ask for more referrals. You know, if you're if you're helping people, if you're serving them, it's like you have a right to ask them. You know, like, hey, do you know anybody that you know else could take advantage of this business I'm providing? Get these great results that you're getting. You know, I would love to serve them. I would love to keep you know helping more people. And all you got to do is ask. And you could even provide them with like a basic like script on what to say, how to ask, like even ask indirectly, right? So it's just. Fit pros aren't a lot of fit pros just are not conditioned to do that, and again, they're not taught to do that as well too. Mm. And you can also have a think about how you frame in that question, right? Yeah, absolutely. Question eight might be, "Hey, can you give me a testimonial because I want to attract more clients?" Well, that's kind <laughs> yeah. of like you're just thinking for yourself. Instead, if you say, "Hey, could you please share what the experience has been like for you?" Because by doing so, you'd help me inspire more people to take more people to take on an active, healthy lifestyle. Yep. And yep. That exactly. is more powerful, isn't it? Yeah. Small little words and, and tweaks like that, just powerful. Mm. Chris, you kind of sitting there ready. What are you going to say? I'm, nothing. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just soaking it all in. I agree 100%. He, he gets yeah. really fired up it when, when we talk about <laughs> like certifications and like the organizations with like fitness professionals. <laughs> well, I just, I just know how it is. I used to be a fit pro, you know, and it's like, if I didn't sit there and put myself in a position to invest in myself, you know, then I wouldn't learn these skills. And that's the, that's, a, that's just the sad truth. And these fit pros need to wake up and realize that they need to acquire these skills and have an open mind. And then secondly, they need to work on their false limiting beliefs of like scarcity money mindset. Like they, they think that you're just going to go out and get a bunch of free stuff and get the most highest quality stuff. Like it, that, it doesn't work like that. Like the, you have to pay to pay attention and you have to pay even more to pay more attention. You know what I mean? And real quick, I mean, tell, tell it like, I want the listeners to hear this about earlier. Chris was on a call with like a potential, you know, a student that wanted to sign up for our program. And what was it that she said about like finishing up her certifications and needing more? Yeah. So like the, their mindset is like getting the next certification first and then feeling like they can be competent enough or ready to start a business. And I told her, you shouldn't do that. Like you should already be working on your business, getting the, your word out there, working on your social media, getting client testimonials, getting referrals. And then you can start filling in those gaps with the certifications if you want to do that. You know? Yeah. And, and what that really is, is it, it's a false belief, right? To where they keep thinking they need more and more certifications to have the validation and again feel like they have this like this this badge to where they can go take action and go serve people but it's just a false living belief yeah but it, it really it, is. this is applicable to any any yeah. industry right because mm -hmm. i've heard so many other people like no i need a website or i need a logo first or something like that and it's like no you don't need that you need to get out there you know it's also a confidence thing isn't it where you oh talk. absolutely huge Huge. Like I said, you want to validate yourself. You think like, hey, I just need to do more courses. I need to do more courses. It's the imposter syndrome. You think like, uh -huh. oh, people, <laughs> people are going to be talking about you and, and yep. whatnot. You know, at the end of the day, you just got to jump in the pool, get uncomfortable because that's when the magic happens. When you get uncomfortable, way. yeah, it's the only way. You got to get outside of that comfort zone and magic happens. A lot of great things happens. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the way I try telling people too, it's just... Like if you if you buy into playing the the infinite game as an entrepreneur and not the not the finite game, then it's like you're gonna enjoy that journey more. And just even like when you do fail, it's like those are your entrepreneurial scars and lessons that you get to keep. You get to keep here in your inner world, and it's a beautiful thing because those are stories you get to go share with people and just you know help help other people from making those mistakes. And it's just you're always living on with that. And like man, like I overcame that. Like. I, I, you know, I lost this amount of money, this business failed, but I still got up and I kept going. So it's, it's a beautiful journey, you know, but more people just want instant, instant, instant. Yeah. And just one more thing I'll add to this too, is like people like think that like that are watching them or kind of criticizing them think that the only way they'll like sit there and commend them is if like they reach a milestone or like they make a certain amount of money. And it's like, no, like people respect the hustle and the grind that they're seeing too. 
you know, they're seeing you put yourself out there. They're seeing you get uncomfortable making a video. You know, they're seeing you put a product out there. And that's, that's, you know, respecting the hustle and the grind of trying to create something and do something you truly love to do and make the world a better place. So don't forget that. You don't always have to hit these milestones and make all these millions of dollars for people to look at you and be like, damn, that person, like I want to, I'm, I'm inspired by them. No, they, they, re, they respect the hustle and the grind too that you're putting in every single day, whether you fail or you have success. hundred percent agree. At the end of the day, you can make a lot of money, but what is going to, and you know, money can make you happy. Obviously you can buy nice things and mm-hmm. have a better quality of life, but the fulfillment doesn't come from just that, right? Fulfillment yeah. also comes from the results that you can deliver to somebody, making somebody else's life better, improving somebody else's lifestyle and hearing that feedback from that person when they say, you know, when I started a few 12 months ago, I was... You know, I was on the brink of diabetes or was diabetic and I was I had all these health issues. You've helped me overcome all that and look at where I'm now. Thank you so much. You know, yeah. That oftentimes that means to me even more than what they've actually paid. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I kid you not, we've been in like these high level masterminds, man, like Ty Lopez, like this other guy, Cole Hatter. These are like $25,000 masterminds. And like you see these people where they have successful business, they're making millions of dollars, but are they really happy in here? Some of them are like literally out of shape. They look like they have like seventh graders' bodies and stuff like that. So you can't tell me that those billions of dollars are going to sit there and give you muscles overnight or bring those confidences up, you know, and all that type of stuff. So it's Mm. a balance. It's a balance. Life's a balance. Business is a balance, you know. So you got to work on it all. That's why we're so big on health, wealth, love, and happiness, you know, to live your lifestyle. Yeah, and that's why, like, you see a lot of people. They're just, you know, they have a big bank account, but they're they're bankrupt inside. Yeah, that burnt candle. They're sitting in there mansion alone <laughs> it's really sad I would, I, yeah. i'd rather be homeless be happy than be a millionaire in an empty house and and be really exactly. sad that <laughs> there's exactly. nobody to share that experience with and yep <laughs> um all right kind of lost my train of thought just now so hang on <laughs> That, that coffee hasn't kicked in <laughs> i don't think it is i don't think it is um <laughs> need stronger stuff yeah as an excuse, you know, I mean, I've become a father for those of you guys listening. I've become a dad two weeks ago. So it's an exciting, exciting time of my life. But, but the little one, yeah, the little one didn't sleep. We were, we were tricked. We were tricked. We've, you know, he was born and, you know, little kids, they have a little bit of a jaundice, you know, for the first couple of days. It's basically the blood's clearing up and I think it's the, the kidneys still hasn't started properly, you know, kicking in and things like that. You know, he's just been born, right? So first couple of days, they got jaundice. And he's, he was sleeping more. And even, you know, uh, into, a, into these, like, uh, 10 days after, he was sleeping more. And during the night, like, four hours, five hours blocks, they were like, oh, wow, everybody's been telling us how we're going to be smashed and never going to get any sleep. And instead, it's just been, it's been perfect. But no, oh, yeah. we've been tricked. Right we've been tricked. Yeah. I think it was just, a, it was just a, you know, the, the effect of just the jaundice, you know, dissipating. And, and now yesterday yeah it was like terrible <laughs> couldn't get my sleep so but you know that's a trade-off that's a trade-off <laughs> so for somebody listening back to fitness pros if somebody is looking to venture into an online training what would be the first step for them to start with yeah i mean i like this this acronym that we learned too from like one of our mentors and it's called ammo amo so if they need to figure out their audience i mean with with online coaching you're not stuck to a three to five mile radius so when you're in person it's like yeah i understand you kind of get what you can take you know with online that's not the story but you pick the audience you want to work with so figure out who your audience is who's who's the niche that you really want to dial down from there the m is your messaging so your messaging has to match that audience and that's where people mess up like they'll want to sit there and speak to moms, dads, all types of people in their marketing and like their copywriting and their um, social media posts. But you can't do that. You got you to speak to your, your niches, like pain points, their wants, their fears, their desires, and really have them be like, wow, this person's speaking to me. I really want to learn more and how they can help me solve my problems. So get your messaging dialed in and then have an offer. Have a unique offer. You can't just be another coach where you're just like, oh man, I help you like with an eight-week program of like lose fat and you know build muscle mass. It's got to be way better than that. It's got to have like a deadline to it. It's got to have a major outcome to it. It's got to be something unique tied into like with that audience and that message match. Yeah, 100%. and hundred percent agree with him. But I'll go another direction um, just because I see a lot of this, and it's really identifying. You know, what are your self-limiting beliefs as a person? 
right? So is it the fear of getting started? Is it the fear of failing? Is it imposter syndrome? Is it comparison syndrome? Or is it, you know, the scarce money mindset? I mean, everybody has them, but some people have, you know, worse ones. And again, like if, if you don't like identify that and take care of that, that's going to cause paralysis. Like you're not going to take action and move the needle forward in your business. So the sooner you can sit there and, and come to peace and surrender to that and re- really realize how do I peel back those layers and, and just overcome that? I mean, that's going to just help you blossom and be able to sit there and take action and just, you know, see, you know, the beauty of like being an entrepreneur. When you run a business, it's a, it's a, oftentimes initially it's a solo thing. You oh, yeah. do things yourself and it's a bit of an alone, alone, alone journey. <laughs> Obviously, you can surround yourself. You can surround yourself with other people that are you know, running a business and, and sh- you should. As the saying goes, you're, just, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. But at the end of the day, you're still, you know, you're still on your own doing it. So make sure that you look after yourself because you are the biggest asset and also the biggest liability. Right. And like you said, yeah. Eric, if you have self doubt, if you have the imposter syndrome, all those psychological, you know, patterns, let's call them, they will be heavily influencing your business decisions and your business success as a result of that. You might yeah. not even realize it. Oftentimes you might not even realize how much, but it has a huge influence on the success huge. of your business. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's why I say, you know, that the sooner you can just Every single day, 1%, you know, build up the, the EQ and just like, you know, your emotional resilience and just, I mean, that's the same thing. Just build up your, you know, your EQ and just, you know, develop more grit because again, that's only going to help you, you know, long-term. So just 1% better every single day and just see how that compounds throughout the days, the weeks, the months and years on end. And you'll be surprised at how well you develop and you're like, you're ready for anything that comes your way. 100%. And on the, to- on the topic of emotional intelligence some of the great things you could do is and to improve that is back to what i said before get yourself outside of the comfort zone yeah that's, that's when the magic happens that's when the confidence grows when you get outside the comfort zone one of good examples for me has been starting martial arts you know starting a bit of brazilian nice. jiu-jitsu starting a bit of uh, muay thai i just sort of went into a bit of an mma at one of, one of the local dojos and it's just been a humbling experience do you have any other suggestions for somebody listening and they're thinking okay what else could i do i don't really want to get myself beaten up at the gym but what can i do to improve that emotional intelligence so that i can thrive in my business yeah, I would say just again, to me, I'm huge on starting uh, the day with the morning routine. Mm-hmm. And again, that that's going to program your mind to play offense, not defense. And again, too many of us are in reactive mode every single day that we wake up. And it all starts by this little beautiful phone that we have here, right? Mm-hmm. That literally controls us and it shouldn't. So by having like a, a dedicated morning routine, whether it's 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever you want to do, just to just, you know, critically think, you know, and just like, again, serve the inner world so that you can go take care of the outer world. Because if you can't, take care of yourself first, then how are you going to go serve people? You can't, you know, so you have to sit there and take care of your, your, your mindset, you know, your heart, everything, you know, because if not, then it's like, you're always going to just be just catering to other people and just again, reactive mode. 100%. Yeah. Eric? I would say too, like, uh, there's this law of 33% that Ty Lopez talks about. So he basically says that, you know, 33% of your time, you want to be people above you, like that are literally like millionaires or even more like playing at a higher level, right? Then you want 33% of people that are like right at your level, right? That you're playing at and 33% of people that are maybe up and coming, right? Surround yourself with like 33% of all three of those levels, you know, and it can only, it can only make you better as a person, an entrepreneur, increase that EQ. So that's what I would say is really kind of identify your circle and then start kind of like plugging in that 33% of higher at your level and then below below your level. That's a good mix because that way you've got somebody that you can aspire to, somebody who can give you that wisdom mm-hmm. because they're, they've been there, done that, and they're a few levels up ahead. Then you've got people that are on the same level, which is great again, mm-hmm. because you can catch up with them for coffee and be able to relate to to that journey because you're both going through that same journey at, at the moment. We're both on the same level. And then you've got those people below you who are, you know, like I said, below you a couple of levels. They are aspiring. They're looking up to you and you can then lead them. You can give them some education and it also helps you because when you put yourself in a, in, in the, in a position of a teacher or, or a coach you actually grow yourself because actually it also helps you reconcile your own knowledge and your own experience by sharing it that's one thing that has helped me massively back in 2003 or 2004 i was 
know, four years into the industry and I've been asked to start edu- uh, teaching at the international school here in Sydney for fitness. So fitness students came to you know, get us qualified for set three, set four, become personal trainers. They were looking for more, for more teachers to teach the practical aspect as well as the theory aspects. So I've been asked and up until that point, again, imposter syndrome i was like no way i'm gonna be teaching in the class you know 30 <laughs> 30 people but i got over that that was the getting myself outside that comfort zone that helped me greatly with public speaking and having more confidence being able to speak in front of people for a period of hours that was amazing but the other thing i found is by sharing that knowledge you know i mean obviously the college gave me the the lessons that you know the, the notes that i had to go through and to deliver to the students but by doing so and also preparing for that for those lessons the day before, it just helped me reconcile my own knowledge, my own experience over those years and delivering it. it I grew as a result of that as well on a personal level, not just sharing and helping somebody else to learn, but grew on a personal level as well. So that's a good mix. Yeah, that's a good mix. Back to you, Eric. Yeah, I mean, that's what I would say. I mean, like 33%, like at all those levels, and it's going to really help you out. So, yeah. And also, I wanted to comment on the other thing that you said before, talking about the niche, how it's so important to have a niche, right? But don't just think about, and for you guys listening, there's two ways to, to approach it, right? One, have a thing of who you want to who you want to target, have that niche, because that, that way you're going to have much more impact and you're going to be able to have better, what's the word, ROI on your marketing because you're, you know, say if it's as an example, you know, if your niche is to target, you know, 40, 40 year old, 40 to 50, you know, female going through menopause, living in this particular area of your town, then, you know, that's quite specific. Then if you, if you're making that Facebook ad, you can actually put those things in there. And there's things like lookalike audiences based on your web traffic and all that. The point being your ad spent is going to have much more return because you be, you're going to be specific. Yeah, but, oh yeah, it's in, exactly. but it's in, but but to add to that, it's also important. Don't just target the right target market. You also have to target your messaging. Meaning, if you're gonna do that ad, make sure it's not just generic words. You, you, like <laughs> you guys said, you have to talk to those people in their language. Yep. And it's and like you're speaking to them. Yeah, hundred percent. So if you're if you're a male trainer looking to target this audience because you're passionate about helping this group, perhaps grab a coffee with one of these people and help and get them to help you formulate that message because they are, exactly. they are the ones who know exactly what they're going through. Oh yeah. Exactly. That's a very good tip. That's one of the best ways is just like getting feedback from like real people like that and just gathering data points. Yep. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we're all humans. No one is perfect. What are you, what are you guys not very good at? Jeez. Whoo. I would say for me, just like, man, like shutting it off, you know, like I'm good at my morning routine. I'm up at six and I have all that dialed in. But for me, it's just like, it's hard just shutting it off. Cause I feel like I'm always against the clock. Like I don't have enough time and I don't know why, you know, I, I wish I didn't like feel like that, but it's something I got to work on. You know, I just feel like there's not enough time in the day or just time runs out and, you know, I have a hard time shutting it off, you know, like being present with my fiance, you know? So mm-hmm. it's tough during the week, you know, I'm just like in work mode. I got so many things going through my mind and I struggle with that. I really do. What do you think that is? Do you think there's like, you've got an expectation for yourself to, to achieve more? Yeah. And I think it's also, I think it's some past trauma I still need to deal with from like losing my father to where it's just like, you know, he got taken away in in a blink of like an eye and he probably had things that he wanted to do, you know, that he didn't get to fulfill. So for me, I'm just like, I got to live every day. Like it's my last, I got to put in a hundred percent every single day and nothing less because I don't know when like my time's up. I don't, and I'm not going to sit there and waste time. I'm not going to bullshit. I'm not going to dick around. I want to do what I need to do to be able to help people out, fulfill my dreams, you know? Mm. Absolutely. But are you happy? I'm happy. Yeah. I just feel like that, like, <laughs> it's just, I deal with man, just like, you know, sometimes not being fulfilled with a lot of stuff, you know, yeah. and I got to work on that. You know, I got to figure it out what it is exactly. I just have to ask because, you know, some people, they're just going through the day to day grind, just going through at a rapid, fast pace, trying to get everything done. And then comes to the end of the day and they feel like a, like a failure or feel like they haven't accomplished anything in the day. Yeah. It's so important to reconcile every day to just, you know, at the end of the day, just have a thing. What are those things you've done? I mean, for me, it works really well just doing a little, you know, checking off the list or every time I do some significant task or accomplish something in the day, write it down and I just look at it at the end of the day. And even though I have 
ambitions, just like yourself. I definitely relate to that, like feeling like there's not enough time in the day because we're ambitious. We want to we want to see more success, but it's finding that balance where I know that I haven't maybe achieved everything, but I'm still happy, right? Yeah, exactly. So important. Yeah, he needs he needs to have a couple of beers and just relax. That's why I have him on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> no work on Sundays, just fun and having some beers and uh, being present. Absolutely. What about you, Chris? Uh, I would say communication. You know, I, I just feel like 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 he said. You know, just I, I struggle with a lot of the things he says, but not to not to certain levels, but. I just feel like I could communicate better with just like my family, friends, you know, and just the real, the real important relationships, you know, and sometimes I just, I just get so caught up on what I'm doing. The day flies by. I'm like, damn, like I could have taken at least five minutes, like 10 minutes out of my day to just like send a text, like hop on the phone, like with my mom, my older brother, you know, just have a conversation with him that has nothing to do with business. And, you know, even just reach out to friends and, yeah, just it's one of those things. It's just it's tough, and I'm a work in progress, and I'm a very aware of it. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important to have that balance to stop for a moment and, as they say, smell the roses. Because yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's so true. Growing a business, at the end of the day, you know, growing a business, yes, that will fulfill your ambitions, and and hopefully you will create some wealth and improve your lifestyle. Make sure that you have a time to enjoy all those, all those, all those, the hardware of your hard work, basically. Yes, Make sure you got time to go out, go for a walk with friends and family and switch off. Um, so important to switch off from Exactly. Work. So important. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Well, any other advice that you guys would give to somebody looking to start a business? So somebody that's always been employed, working for somebody else. Yeah. Um, what would you recommend? What would you What would your advice be? I would say uh, hire a coach. Stop trying to like do it yourself, and stop trying to go through like all these free like resources and stuff like that because you're just you're wasting time. You really are. Like you hire a coach because you're buying accountability, you're buying speed, and you're buying literally like the resources that they have, like the proximity, right? So. I wish I would have hired a mentor or coach like faster, you know, with the business side of things, you know, and that's just what I recommend is just like, you know, you, you have to hire somebody that's already been there and done it. And somebody you want to like emulate their lifestyle with and, you know, pay for their time, pay for their program and understand it's an investment, it's not an expense. And it's going to pay off if you put the work in, you know what I mean? And it's going to get you there a lot faster than trying to go and do everything yourself or kind of going the free route. Hundred percent. I definitely agree. And you might, you might, somebody might be listening to this, and they might be thinking, "Oh, you know, I mean, that's that's you know, I don't know, someone's someone's course might be you know, a couple thousands or whatever, and they might look at that price and they might be like, oh, but that's a lot of money.' You know, I don't, I don't really feel like I want to spend that much money. I'm, I'm rather just learn it myself. Well, you might think that's a good option, but you're actually going to spend a lot more time and effort and if you put it in yeah. money it's 10x start 10x of what you probably pay to that coach mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to take you 10x longer as an example roughly 100 um, exactly to get there too so there's a reason why you should get a coach it's because yeah. that person has been there has done that and is willing to share the right way give you that blueprint so that you can you can take it and follow it you're probably not going to follow it exactly the same way. I mean, everybody's got their own way, their own circumstances, but at least you've got a manual. At least you've got something that you can work off and, and it will speed up uh, speed up your uh, pr- progress. For sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's why I love coaching because everybody needs coaches and accountability. Even some of the most richest or most successful people have coaches. 100%. I definitely yeah. agree. Now, on that note, we've been able to work out your program What's the program name again? Yeah, that so that's our Dynamic Fit Pros Level One program. It's a really great program. It's a six week program, and literally we've spent the last couple of years just like perfecting that whole thing. So pretty much, it's you know a whole like blueprint, and like I said, we're expediting this within six weeks to really have you understand how to build you know the nuts and bolts of a six figure business. Now, given we're not saying, oh, if you go through this, you're going to get to six figures in six weeks. No, we're saying that everything you're building, it's the foundation, the frameworks that's going to get you to there with, uh, you know, maybe it's three months, six months, maybe it's a year. So our biggest guarantee with that program is literally, you know, you get your first two to five, uh, two to five clients online within six weeks and make your first two to $5,000 online as well too. 
that's great ROI. That's great ROI. I think so, right? I think and, so. And so it's like a bit of a business business in a box for somebody looking to go into online fitness, coaching uh, online fitness to mm. others. Yeah, and it's not just yeah. a course where we say like, hey, you just follow it yourself and then like, you know, figure it out. Like you, you're actually buying access to us. So we have weekly group style calls every single week. And there's two calls you can attend in the morning or at night. And you're getting access to us to ask us questions about the program. If you're getting stuck like in any of the modules or, you know, anything you want to ask us with, you know, as far as your business, like you have access to us because there's other people out there that have programs that are somewhat similar, but they're hiring coaches under them, you know, and that's not cool, you know, because some of these people are buying like you as the coach or the face of the business. And then you're passing them off to like other coaches that they don't even know who they are. I don't like that business model. So you're getting us, you're getting our expertise, our 10 years of experience in the industry, you know, with those live calls. And I think that's what separates us from other people's. Mm. The key lesson here is, I guess, while your business is growing, as a, not just your business, as a, as a general thing, when your business is growing, you know, you've got different models. You can go one-to-one or one-to-many. Mm. If, you have a gr- if you've got a great system and great way to deliver your product, you can do one-to-many. But at the end of the day, people, people don't do business with, you know, with products. People do business with people. So if the whole time you've been growing your business, you've been the face of your business, people come to you, don't change it. Don't suddenly think, now I'm doing one too many. Don't think that now suddenly putting somebody else's face behind that is a way to, is is a way, or or, or don't think that that's like in the next level, like now you're making another progress because that can actually bite you back. Not often time. I mean, there's also a saying of, you know, if you're building your business to have a better lifestyle, that's a different story as well. I mean, you, you need to think about an exit strategy, whether it's to sell your business or systemize your business so well that somebody else can run it. Yeah. But I think that doesn't apply to everything. I think in this case, you know, if people like come to you and you've always been on social media and and you know you've got your you know your personality there, then yeah, like you said, stay there, be there for the people, be um, available at some way, shape, or form. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent agree. Mm-hmm. So I'll make sure that I'll put that link in the show notes for um, all those of you fit pros uh, listening awesome. to the podcast here from Australia and, and, and wherever else. So the Dynamic Fit Pros Level 1 program, I'm going to put yep. that in the show notes and it'll be just a link so you guys can get to the webpage and get all the information there. There's a lot of social proof. There's lots of testimonials from other fit pros and what success they've been able to achieve as a result of going through the program. So I highly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you so much for providing that bit. Now you're welcome. Now to finish off, I know we're fit pro, so it should be given, but tell me what is your go-to routine to keep yourself active and healthy? Ah, uh, I mean, I got to get, the, I got to get into the gym at least four to five times a week. So that's kind of been my bread and butter, but honestly, my, my outlook on training has changed quite a bit, even since the the pandemic, just the lack of consistency with, you know, hitting like the weights and all that stuff. And, you know, I don't want to get injured. So for right now, it's just more about just longevity and just staying healthy, you know, and just maintaining as much as I can, because I can't control if like gyms are going to be closed down, but you know, thank God they're, they're still open here in Texas. And, you know, that's really it, you know, just like a, like a four to five day split that I do like full body and then pretty good about like my awareness with like nutrition and stuff, but no, no set goals right now, you know, just kind of just winging it through the holidays. Well, yeah, you my, 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 my goal is always to get more muscle mass than him and be stronger than him. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I will, we'll see. Um, I, I think 2021 will be a better year overall because of this year, the inconsistency with the gyms and just, you know, a proper program and proper nutrition. But I, I just want to challenge myself to another level, like physically as well too, because I really enjoy it, you know? So I, I'm looking to set some good goals in 2021 to really achieve. Mm-hmm. 100%. Have you tried martial arts? No, I, I like boxing. boxing. So I've taken some boxing lessons from like some pretty premier people out there in Los Angeles, some, some pro boxers, and I love it, man. So I'm trying to incorporate that two or three times a week with weight training. And it's difficult, but I love boxing. Love it. It's got its own benefits, right? You can yeah. Oh, yeah. Really, release some frustrations. Feel, oh, kind yeah. of feel like... Here too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you do that, it's kind of like your head just clears up. Like I know when I leave, like uh, when I do the, especially the Muay Thai session, the lessons... Uh, you know punching and kicking and all that i feel pretty banged up after that especially if we do a bit of sparing but um my head is just so clear yeah it's amazing so i highly recommend it i gotta try that i gotta try that (laughs) yeah yeah okay guys this has been amazing hour of hour of power a power hour (laughs) (laughs) a bunch of great stuff and i hope that you guys got a lot of value out of it as well 
Also, for those of you guys listening, another great gift from Eric and, and Chris that I've been able to secure for you. As you know, I love I love making this podcast and, and the whole thing with this podcast is about inspiring success. And on every episode, I have amazing guests and I oftentimes trying to get a bit of a deal or something for you guys listening to help you jumpstart that success. And today, we've got a deal from Eric and Chris and that is their book, which is called The Rise of the Fit Pros. So in this case, pretty much relevant just to, to you guys in the fitness industry, but not just... <laughs> You might be somebody that's not in the fitness industry looking to get into fitness industry, so that might be relevant to you too. So look, the book is called Rise of the Fit Pros, and I'm going to give you guys a free copy. Well, not me, Eric and Chris are providing you guys a free <laughs> copy. So there's going to be a link in the show notes. Um, you click on, you just put your email down, and I'll send you that copy on behalf of Eric and Chris and also some details so you can get in touch with them. Did you guys want to add anything extra just to explain what the book is about a little bit i mean the name kind of says it all but yeah the, the book is it's 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 rise of the fit pros how to create more income impact influence and independence and literally even if you're not a fitness professional like everything that we put into this book like when it comes to like personal branding social media marketing there's so many frameworks and concepts concepts and ideas you can get out of it to where it's very applicable to a lot of different industries. So just you know, check it out. We're giving out the audio version and the free digital version as well too. So you have nothing to lose by just getting a copy. Amazing. Thank you so much, guys. That's very generous. I really yep. appreciate you. I appreciate you and I'll provide all this, all this value to the listeners of the show. Um, once again, thank you for being on the show and I look forward to hopefully catching the flip side in 2021 where we can you know, follow up, maybe do another episode and delve a bit more specific into a fitness, maybe do a fitness-oriented episode specifically. But yeah, once again, it's been great having you on the show. Yeah, thank you so much, Vit. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks so much for having us.